GM, 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 GM Daily Dosers. How's everybody? Wow, Christine's up early. Thank you. I feel honored. Appreciate that. Uh, Double Ape, how's it going? Good to see you. Um, uh, Barebrains.eth. Oh, we've got some killer art coming from that artist. Get ready. Just saw the POAP this morning and it's yummy. So <laughs> um, good to see you all. Hey, Sadiq, what's happening? Hey, Natasha, good to see you. Um, uh, you making me crazy. Nice to see you. Uh, Chewy shot first. Um, so this morning, we're just getting started a little early, just kind of letting out everybody roll in nice and relaxed. Um, then we'll get the show going normal time at 1030. Got a lot of interesting things to talk about today. Um, Y'all can be thinking about our topic for discussion. Um, and uh, it's kind of a, a practical uh, finance discussion, which is how do you measure your gains or losses in NFTs? Um, so I'm kind of curious, what what tools are, are everybody using? Are they using tools? Are you just here for the art? You don't measure any gains? Um, we're we're going to chit chat a little bit about that. Um, smash that comment button, y'all, that purple button. Hey, Godman, good to see you. Um, super talented, interesting artists here. Uh, heaven underscore computer is with us. Thank you. Art so fly. Good to see you. Yeah, let's let's use the heck out of that purple comment button. Um, it's at the bottom right of the screen. Let us know you're here. Um, let us know what you're thinking about. Say hello to your fellow daily dosers. Um, let's just get this going. Um, uh, I'm, I started a, a couple minutes early, so Mech is on her way, I'm sure. Um, I'm going to do uh, the usual job of pinning a tweet y'all if you if you've run twitter spaces and then you're trying to pin tweets and do things at the same time it's really hard <laughs> i'm like clicking the wrong buttons I'm trying to get to my profile <laughs> here we go okay there it is we're gonna share this in the space so you can retweet it bada bing okay um all right let's get john up on stage mintify up on stage uh Hopefully Mintify is, you know, not at the doctor or something where they have bad internet connections <laughs> or uh, we're always struggling with that. Uh, John, let's get you up as a speaker. Um, let's get the voice of DeFi up here as a speaker. Uh, let's get Mech up here as a co-host. GM, GM. GM, GM, how's it going? Good, good. Just finished the workout. About to, a couple hours packed for my trip to Mexico tomorrow. Oh, ooh, Mexico's Mexico's always fun. Yeah, it's wedding season still. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Weddings in Mexico are good fun. Uh, one of my good friends got married there, and um, we had a good time. So, uh, Mech, how's it going? Pretty fantastic. How about you? Ooh, uh, good. I'm gonna say howdy to you. Howdy. <laughs> howdy. Howdy. <laughs> uh, Mintify, how's it going? It's going well, thank you. Good morning. Uh, you're welcome, and good morning back to you. Um, the voice of DeFi was shaken. Nothing shaken here. Whenever you said howdy to Mech, since I'm from Texas, I thought you were talking to me. But uh, <laughs> howdy back to everybody. Howdy, howdy back to you. I, I want to say howdy to everybody here. Um, I think howdy is kind of a fun, friendly term. We can say y'all um, and we can say GM. So um, good to see everybody here. I'm going to say hi to some more friends in the audience. Sibrin uh, P, thanks for coming. Uh, Kuya Mark, good to see you. Web Web Three Expo, good to see you. As always, that might be Tim behind that account. We'll see. Axu.eth, one of our prolific POAP collectors. Uh, Snarls Barkley, good to see you as always. Uh, Laura, hello. Uh, Birdman, sixty nine, welcome. Uh, Tavo, good to see you. King Tut, as always, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Vinny, good to see you. Hillbird, Toe, <laughs> you all are the best. Hello, Clemente. What's up, brother? Good to see you. Uh, Biggie Poppins. I'm going to scroll down, welcome some folks further down. Um, let's say hello to your mother's an astronaut. Uh, welcome. Uh, appreciate you being here. How about BC? Welcome, BC. Good to see you. Mr. Corn. Thanks for stopping by. Laker. I see those hearts. Uh, Bilbo. Good to see you. GQ, NFT, the Nerd Collective followed back. Welcome. Uh, Scrolling down, looking for friends to say hello to. RKD, hello. Uh, Cyber Squeeze, follow back. There you go. Thank you. 
uh, seeing hearts from Xmas Bear. Follow back. All right. Good to see everybody. This is I definitely one of my favorite times of the day. I uh, appreciate y'all hanging out. Um, I found out one of my neighbors and friends listens to the show. So, Bill, if you're out there, I love you. Well, not that kind of love, but I appreciate you. <laughs> um, Sadiq, how are you going? I said, let's get uh, Restivo up here at a speaker. We'll get uh, Sadiq up here. All right, cool. I got a little carried away with saying hello to everybody, uh, but we can get started now. Um, all right. So uh, we've got a, a tweet pinned up there. If y'all could just be uh, kind and helpful and retweet that, let's get as many friends uh, in here as possible um, and share the love. Um, would really appreciate that. So just retweet that uh, one up top. Ooh, we've got uh, we've got more POAPs today. Surprise, surprise. Um, the art today is gorgeous as always. And this is by the uh, ever-talented Samuel Hope. Uh, who is the artist behind St. Robotica. Um, I don't own any St. Robotica. I've already said, you know, we're not minting from the funds wallet, but I, I would probably mint some personally. The art's great. Oh, it's gorgeous. And he did a POAP for us today. Um, so, Mac, if you could pin uh, that POAP tweet. Uh, what the heck is a POAP? Why are we doing a POAP? Uh, uh, I didn't want to bore everybody over by saying this over and over every day. So just read that pin tweet up at top, and you can see what we're doing at POAPs and why. The, the TLDR is, I appreciate you as my real community. You show up here uh, to the Daily Dose every day, and I want you to win. Uh, we've got some big announcements coming in 2023, and I want you to win. So uh, that's what the POAPs are all about. I shamelessly stole that idea from G-Money, um, so appreciate you, G-Money. All right, uh, let's get to our Mintify Market Daily Report, y'all. Um, Mintify is our awesome sponsor um, every day I was using their tool to do market analysis and news and get my pulse, uh, on what's happening. Uh, they said, Hey, we'd love to sponsor the show and, and we'd love to read out, uh, the market daily report. And I said, great, win, 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 let's do it. Um, so they, uh, have a great, uh, daily post that they, uh, uh, pump out. You can see it. It's pinned at the top, um, check it out. And we have a winner to announce after the, uh, news read, um, in case you don't know what, what Mintify is, it's a NFT terminal for pro traders. Uh, you can set reminders, get allow listed with one click. The Discord's great. They've got weekly deep dive reports, uh, daily crypto recaps, and more. So great, good team. They just raised some money, so they're here to stay. Uh, appreciate them. So over to you, Mintify. Thank you. Thank you. And you can uh, sign up on the site for a free trial until 1231. Let's get into it. The total 24-hour market volume, 10.17 mil. Highest last sale, 300 ETH for Fidenza, 783. The top collections based on volume, Art Gobblers, back up there again, uh, just around 10K. Lots of sales uh, going off with a lot of volume after the uh, reveal. 14.757 ETH for press. Basie also up there as usual, 724 ETH traded, coming down a little bit, 69 ETH floor price. And other side, 433 ETH traded, 1.295 ETH floor price. Top gainers, Wico Land is back on here again, 444% up, pretty big. And uh, Digi Daigaku, Dark Hero Spirits up 250%. I believe that was the airdrop. Noteworthy market updates. XRP Ledger Mainnet now supports the creation of NFTs on top of the ledger. And MoneyGram partners with CoinMe to offer crypto purchases through its mobile app, maybe getting some uh, relevancy there. Um, mm -hmm. And that's with Ethereum at 15.55, give or take, down about 2.5% from yesterday. Thank you. Bada bing. Appreciate the update. Uh, thanks a lot, Mintify. Um, I have a winner to announce. So yesterday, uh, we promised you that if you retweeted uh, their market daily report, we would pick one of you uh, to win a lifetime access pass to Mintify. Uh, the floor last time I checked was 0.18 ETH. There was only a couple, I think about five listed. It gives you lifetime access to the tool. So it's time to pick the winner. Uh, I'm, as always, going to put the voice of DeFi completely on the spot without any warning and ask for some sort of song while I uh, queue up the winner. Awesome! <laughs>
Go for it. <laughs> that was great. Oh my God. You just got good stuff. Okay. So we are, and you got to be here and you got to then request to come up on stage and then we can uh, cheer together. So the winner of the lifetime access pass to Mintify is green tea, which is at green thing three green tea. If you are here in the audience, request that mic, come on up on stage and let's, uh, let's have a little fun. So we'll give them a couple minutes to get up here. Um, uh, Mac, if you could help me watch out for them, that'd be great. Restivo is just uh, so excited about this. I appreciate that. Oh my God, everybody can sing. Oh, Green Tea's here. Woohoo. Add speaker. Let's do this. Connecting. Oh my God, I can hardly contain my excitement. Green Tea, welcome. Congratulations. Uh oh, you're muted. <laughs> our, our, are you there? Are you just too excited to talk? Can you hear me? Oh, we can. Hello. Welcome. Wow. Thank you. Well, um, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what now, what are you gonna do with your lifetime pass? Are you gonna you gonna sail the Bahamas and and have a you know a two week vacation and enjoy that? <laughs> that would be uh <laughs> that would be ideal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time we can that can be kind of an add-on to the win, but for now, you know, it's just an awesome lifetime pass. It so. is. Um, thank you so much for cool. it. That's really amazing. And thank you for uh, bringing the winners up here and having the daily dose. This is amazing. Of this course. is a part of my morning no. ritual now. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. We've, we've, we've succeeded in being a part of your day. So thanks for, for hanging out. Congrats. Thank, um, you, thank you. Just DM, no problem. DM the Mintify team and they'll sort you out. Uh, feel free to stick around on stage for a minute. Uh, as long as you want to say hi, uh, come on the news, or if you're like, Hey, I want to get the heck out of here. You can hop off. <laughs> I already won. I'm bouncing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a good day, guys. No problem. All right, cool. Congrats. Great. Um, all right. Well, let's keep cranking. Um, it's it's we're gonna win these folks over one giveaway at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one giveaway every day per, from now on. Um, Ten thousand days from now, we'll have a whole collection. <laughs> um. Oh my God, that was so much fun. Uh, and thanks to Mintify for for awarding that. I um, totally appreciate that. That's awesome. Um, and and the voice of DeFi, you're just such a champ. Thanks for the music. Um, and Restivo, please never sing again on this show. Otherwise, I will ban you. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was in it was in key. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ribbing him. It's fine. I love it. Um, okay, so let's keep cranking. Uh, oh my God, we're up to hundred comments already. This is awesome. So I'm gonna hit refresh. Uh, and uh, so I can start reading all of these amazing comments. Refresh, refresh. Let's call it a couple. Uh, Christine.e says, GM, GM, with the cute little sunshine. Thanks for coming. Uh, Dennis, as always, thanks for coming. As long as you brought your girlfriends, uh, you're always welcome. <laughs> we're Okay, what's the backstory in the word girlfriend comment? So I did a, a random uh, Twitter space on Saturday, and Dennis showed up, and, uh, and he said, hey, my girlfriend's here. And I said, we'll put her on. And, and we chatted, and she was nice. And and um, we made fun of Dennis together. So it was great. <laughs> um, couple more fun. Oh, my nephew's here. Joshua Lovis. Welcome, buddy. Good to see you. Uh, Crystal WR Capital. Glad to see the comment button is back. I agree. Uh, Dennis has given us hearts. He really wants to be on the stage. We'll get you up. Don't worry. All right. Let's crank first POAP clue. Everybody get ready. Um, and, and the clues are always the same, y'all. It's always lowercase. Uh, it's always one word, um, and there's always a space in between because um, some folks are trying. They're putting like hyphens in between or no spaces. You always got to put a space in between the two clues. So clue number one is in which country is the Great Pyramid of Giza? Once again, in what? In which country is the Great Pyramid of Giza? First question. And and like triple points if you've been there. So actually, let's... uh. Let's see some hearts or some emojis if you have actually been to this country. I'm scrolling down. I'm looking. Nope. No one's been there. Come on. I bet some of you live there. Oh, boy. This is painful. Mech, have you seen any? So I saw one. Uh, a couple. Oh, yeah. Okay. BC has been there. Darius. Uh, a couple. Okay. Wolfie's been there. Um, a few of you have been out travel. Hopefully some of you actually live there. So. That was question number one. All right. Let's get 
to the news. I'm going to scroll all the way back to the top. Oh, Matt, can see your hand. Go for it. Yeah, real quick. Um, I got a DM from Natasha who won yesterday. I think Mintify needs to open their DMs so that the folks who are winning can reach out. Can help. Mintify, people want to talk to you. Let's get it going. Can we get a comment from Mintify? Are you going to open your DMs? Yeah, I'm going to figure this out right now for you. Don't worry <laughs> about it. Don't worry. You're going to get sorted out, I promise. <laughs> I He's appreciate like, no, it. the DMs stay closed. <laughs> no, no, you have to send smoke signals or, or paper airplanes or something. That That's sounds like I'm... those uh, golf courses that give away the car on the hole-in-one, but oh, don't man. give away the car. <laughs> <laughs> that that's not what happens here everybody just so you're really clear um oh cool po stop by thanks for stopping by brother good to see you as always love the show uh gossamer good to see you as well i could just like say hi to everyone all day but we should do the show so let's go um keep those comments coming in on that purple uh comment button the first news of the day this is i, I thought this was interesting step in uh and actually we should see some hearts and emojis if you actually use step in and and did their kind of uh, move to earn uh, platform. Step in launched uh, creator launched a new subscription based NFT marketplace. All right, here's a little quote from the release. Uh, More, which is M O O A R, uh, the new NFT marketplace, which originally launched on Solana and ETH, uses a quote unique membership model of twenty nine ninety nine a month. That's US dollars for unlimited NFT trades. This replaces the traditional marketplace fee that OpenSea, LooksRare, X2Y2, et cetera, uh, currently have. Uh, more will not replace creator royalties, which can be set anywhere between 0.5 and 10% with a default setting of 2%. So I thought this was really interesting. Like, all right, we've got a new uh, marketplace model here. It's a recurring revenue model, um, and it removes all the, the platform fees. Hmm. Let's talk about it. All right, uh, I'm going to post a poll as well to get your feedback. And Restivo, let's go to you. I see your hand first. I think you you said something really interesting, which is, yes, finally we're seeing some recurring revenue models. It's certainly um, an interesting idea. I think the challenge here is, is just can they get the liquidity into the marketplace? I think it's good to see different approaches uh, I'll keep it brief just so we can hear from other folks. I already mm -hmm. see Gene chatting, but it is, you know, they're going to have to get listings. Um, and I'm just not confident that 30 bucks a month is, is the way to do it, but it's certainly interesting to see people experimenting. Yeah. So do you, what do you think 30 bucks is too high or too low or. It kind of feels like if you're trading a bunch, it feels really low. Yeah. I mean, it feels like a deal to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, so I just posted, <laughs> excuse me, the poll, uh, let's go to Gene, uh, Gene, and then John. Yeah, I mean, it feels like uh, you know, how many markets are we going to have? Um, a know, million. Only, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> only one, you know, eBay, um, one StockX. I mean, obviously, there's probably room for you know multiple competitors, but I don't. It doesn't seem like the subscription model is really going to be what the needle. I think I still think you know going zero royalties is what's kind of been able to allow people to take share and i don't think like i think you need people to list on your i think i guess it's like it's like a chicken or egg problem because you need buyers and sellers mm. and it doesn't seem like you know it seems like the sellers are, are kind of what you really need more so than the buyers got it all right so you're you're like nah big deal not not gonna matter interesting um all right let's go to john yeah i mean i i like that they're doing something different with the business model but why as a buyer or seller would i care I guess you would do the math and say, is my transaction volume less or more, or are the fees <laughs> from my volume less or more than 30 bucks? And chances are the people who would be attracted are high volume traders if it's a flat fee. Yep. And why would you do that if you have Blur or one of these other zero fee marketplaces? Um, yeah, un un unknown. Now, what if Blur introduced uh, a $29.99 model now? Exactly. Yes. I mean, you know, technically right now their, their um, platform fees are zero, but at some point, um, you know, they've got to make money. So uh, yeah. it's more the model that I thought was interesting because uh, it's the first time I think we've seen a recurring revenue model directly applied to a, a marketplace. So True. And what, have, what value add are they going to provide beyond just saving on fees? I would hope that something above and beyond what already exists. But I don't know. It just seems like a race to the bottom. I've said that before, but... All these marketplaces are trying to fight now and yep. fees is what they're doing it on. So. Yep. 
I hear you. So right now, uh, the polls polls coming in. Forty two votes so far. Got eight minutes to vote. Uh, uh, would you pay a monthly fee for an NFT marketplace if they offered zero platform fees? Uh, you'd still be playing creator royalties. Thirty one percent said yes. Sixty nine percent said no. So right now, people are like nah, not not feeling it. Uh, Mech, I see your hand. Yeah, I think I, I just want to add that like the the idea that you know, Blur has to figure out how to make money. Um, I kind of feel like that's going to be the token. I think I've seen a few models. Um, there's some some folks in the space that have a product called Solon. I don't know where they are with it. I think um, they wanted to do a lot of the, you know, kind of security, um, you know, stuff and kind of took, took a long t time to get that done. But I think the idea of like figuring out a, a model where the, one of the services that you provide actually pays for, you know, a different part of that service. So, and, and their model is like, you've got mm -hmm. a, a marketplace and the fees or the revenue from the marketplace covers the cost of like the building of the software. You know what I mean? And I think like in, in the model that Blur has, the token is probably where the, the like monetary return lies because so many users yeah. have it, right? Right. It's just more liquid. I mean, yeah. there's there's so much more you can do with it, right? And so, like, not relying on trying to find money brings people that then need to buy tokens to reside in the ecosystem, right? Amen. Yep, I totally agree. I mean, the tokenomics uh, behind Blur are just so cool. And y'all, I, I don't own a single point of equity in the company. Uh, I, I wasn't even an advisor. <laughs> just, I'm just totally bullish on what they're doing. Um, and I think it's just neat to see this like programmatic tokenomic, um, solution theoretically to this royalties problem we have, um, want to call out some fun comments. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, King Tut, uh, was saying that they think they know the clue. So that's kind of funny. Um, appreciate that. Oh, and then Mr. Dubai web three says, yes, been there. Beautiful spot. Um, so fun to see these comments. Oh my gosh. We even got, we got some pictures y'all, um, from some of you commenting gladius, I'm not referring to you. Thanks for spoiling it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's talk about this uh, for a minute longer, and then we'll move on. Uh, Restivo, I see your hand. Gene, Gene brought it up, uh, chicken or egg, supply-side problem. That's, that's really what you need, and you need the supply side. And I just think is $30 a month going to be enough of a value prop for a trader um, versus what Blur offers, which is, multi-marketplace listing, multi-marketplace buying, which is a really, really powerful experience. I'm just not sure 30 bucks a month is just like enough. Yeah, if there's enough kind of, uh, what's the phrase, kind of juice in the squeeze? Um, I, I think it's not there. <laughs> How do you like that? Was that or good? Squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to work with a sales guy who always said that. I just don't think it's, uh, I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. Yeah, there uh, you go. So something like that. Um, Aiken, you're throwing me with you changing your PFP, by the way. Looks like you're a, a fan of, um, you're the real MVP from um, Meme Land. So oh, Node's here. What's up, Node? Uh, Node and I did have a fight in the hallway in, in Vegas, and I think you won. We didn't, we never decided. All right, let's keep going. Um, I think we move on from this topic. I just thought it was interesting to, to make sure you all understood, hey, there's some new models coming out here. Um, some new revenue uh, sort of strategies from marketplaces and and uh, let's see how it rolls out. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, and, and get ready the voice of DeFi for our poppin' project noise. Uh, it's time for the poppin' projects. Awesome! <laughs> That's so great. Oh, this makes me, that makes me happy. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about a project that you're not going to be surprised I'm going to talk about uh, because we swept 14 more of them uh, yesterday, and that is Meme Land. Um, so clearly hold a bag here. We've got 24 potatoes in the fund. Um, but the reason why is because it's, I think, an unbelievable project. And again, this is like, hey, this is not financial advice. Uh, don't buy a get out of your skis here. Um, but I spent more than an hour on the phone with Ray uh, the founder and CEO of MemeLand, just asking him all about the project. And we dug into the tokenomics and and, and his plans. And uh, I, I was just so bullish on it. Um, and so just wanted to put it on your radar and say, hey, I think this is fascinating, interesting. There's, I think there's huge pent-up demand uh, for this project. So I think 
um, you know, buying potatoes that you can get in, uh, you know, and mint captains, it, uh, it seems like a, uh, for, for me, a good play. So I thought that was interesting. I don't know if there's any counterpoints here on, uh, on meme land potatoes captains, or, uh, if anybody has any comments, uh, feel free to pop up your hand. Uh, I see Mackie's got something real. I'll go to one second, Mackie. Um, I'd be kind of curious, uh, throw us some emojis if you are uh, bullish and interested in on meme lands, uh, potatoes and captains, I just want to do kind of an informal survey here as I scroll down and, and look at the audience looking for those. Yep. Sticks cry seems bullish. Barbie, uh, Don Tiak, uh, Don Ticapo, Ticapo is bullish. Uh, Travi. Yeah. seen a lot. All right. Seen a lot of bullish folks. Schrodinger, uh, Christine, interesting wheels okay yeah i think there's something interesting here uh we'll see how it plays out uh mackie over to you the only thing i need to say is it is incredible that we can talk about buying potatoes as like a legitimate way oh, you like rug, to you like rug, hey wait you rugged right when you said it's incredible that and then you disappeared oh am i here am i can you hear me <laughs> you're, you're here now. i can't believe that we're we're talking about buying potatoes not like the project <laughs> but but saying potatoes, those words yes this is the only place the only time you would have told me a year ago that i'd be talking to you about buying potatoes <laughs> and not only that but potatoes is spelled p-o-t-a-t-o-z oh yeah and it's it's potatoes really potatoes <laughs> oh my god i know i i have these conversations sometimes with my family and they just they're like oh my god dad is this your is this your job i'm like yep this is the future of the world everybody <laughs> Okay, I'm seeing a hand from Sadiq. How's it going? What are what are your kids' favorite uh, NFT that that you've collected so far? Uh, none. I'm just curious. None. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's so funny because I mean they're they're gamers. They're 11 and 14, and so they're getting excited about this idea of of gaming NFTs. But they don't give a a you know rat's ass about any of the NFTs I own. Um, you know, they look at my crypto punk, they're like, how much did you pay for that? Like, I don't understand. So, so <laughs> anyway, that's what I have to say to that, uh, Sadiq, nice. I think you were, were trying to say something. Yeah. I was just, uh, trying to talk about, uh, potatoes and, um, I think it's an amazing ecosystem. Um, but, um, we'll, we'll move on from there then. All right. So you're just like, Hey, thumbs up. Yep. Okay, thumbs up from from Sadiq. <laughs> like, all right. Um, uh, there's some funny comments, y'all. Um, I appreciate uh, y'all posting. Oh, uh, Dennis says, "Who's going to Basel in December?" Um, so, uh, kind of official announcement: we're going to be doing a daily dose meetup. Um, if you can be in Miami, I know I know a lot of you cannot, um, uh, which is why we're doing poaps here on the show. You can get them from in the world, but if you're going to be in Miami, come hang out with me. We're going to definitely do an official meetup. I'm going to be wearing my 9DCC shirt and issuing POAPs live. Um, so I can't wait to hang out with you all in person. It's going to be fun. Um, let's move on uh, from the Poppin' Project. Uh, we've got the topic, uh, uh, the daily topic discussion item. News was pretty light. Honestly, I felt like the main thing going on was was uh, the step and launch of the NFT marketplace subscription there's obviously a lot of chatter about art gobbler and, and stuff, but I don't think we need to belabor that because everyone's talking about it nonstop. So um, let's keep going to the topic of discussion. So I'd like to know how you measure your gains or losses uh, when you buy NFTs. Um, you know, do you use certain tools? Do you just use spreadsheets? Uh, you'd like to measure, but you don't because it's complex or who cares? I'm here for the art. Um, so I'm going to post a, a, a uh, poll to get the official sort of count on this. But I'd like to hear people's viewpoints. Um, I saw Gene, and then uh, we'll go to Mackie and then Restivo. Yeah, I don't measure them, although I probably should. I just, you know, I know, like, okay, I this was a win, this was a loss. But, yeah, it would be great to track them because, obviously, you have to measure USD terms and, um, you know, uh, and ETH terms, you know, so it's like double volatility um, like the NFT itself, and then ETH underlying it or Solana. But I think, you know, there are some, you know, I think, I used to think this was corny, but I think there are some NFTs where it's like you get value out of them outside of that, right? So, like, for example, you know, the Nifty Portal, even like, you know, like Daily Dose, like, I feel like, okay, 
I had this portal, you know, I got into the, I, I started, you know, talking in the, in the discord. I started talking on the show. Like I met different people. I got out to Vegas. So I think like for certain things, there is kind of like a non-dollar value, but that's like kind of like the very rare, uh, the rarest ones. I hear you. Got it. Uh, your assignment for the day is pick a tool and come back and tell us about it, Gene. Is that All okay? Right. I, I might be too depressed to come back when I see some of my losses. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I ah, forget about NFTs. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> All right, I love it. Um, I think I said Mackie next, and then Restivo. Yeah, uh, I'm a spreadsheet user. Uh, I, I imagine I'll one day uh, connect to some kind of service that measures this stuff for me. But I have some APIs that that I can update to, you know, refresh coin prices. And then I, yeah, like uh, Gene said, you have to measure the USD. The currency you use and then your exit and you also have to measure dates you have capital tax gains based on that it gets yeah. hella complex <laughs> i track the i copy and paste the ethereum transaction id just in case i need to go yep. back oh my god it's, uh we're doing the same thing that's wild. Yeah. we should we should compare spreadsheets um, <laughs> it's embarrassing i'd rather not <laughs> well, it's well know. made but it, it, uh, it's the results are, are not quite what you want um Correct. Uh, but Mackie, uh, in all seriousness, if well, is it a Google Sheet or a, a Excel? It's a Google Sheet. Oh, cool. If you feel like it, hey, let's share the love. Like, if you wouldn't mind, sort of, uh, you know, washing out the data and and uploading as a, a public spreadsheet, so people could could copy it. It'd be kind of fun for people to see how you did it. Yeah, it's not an awful idea. Okay, give it all a right. shot right now. Let's see assignment, how fast I can do this. <laughs> assignment assigned to Mackie. Uh, report back tomorrow. Um, Mac, I should not be trying to figure out hands because I already forgot what I said. So yeah, no worries. I think we're going to Restivo next. Okay, cool. Hey, Restivo. Oh man, I'm so glad you called me, Mac, because it, Twitter <laughs> is doing one of those things where I can't hear Ryan right now, but I can hear everybody else. So I just love when Twitter Spaces does that. <laughs> can um, can Mac, anybody else I think hear me? We have a very similar spreadsheet. I was going to say I, I can hear you, Ryan. Happy to yeah. like whip mine up. Um, I probably can't do it now, but I would. I would definitely. I can share it on tomorrow's show. At least an example that doesn't show all, all my down bads. But yeah, it's it's it's. You have to track everything that Mackie just mentioned, which is purchase price in ETH, t- date and time, link to the Ether scan, um, cost base. Well, I guess yeah, cost basis is your. And then and then I would track USD price at the time of purchase, so that you have basically a cost basis. And this was one of the biggest lessons that I didn't know in 2021 was just what the tax implications were going to be. And if I had a better handle on this spreadsheet, even though I was tracking it, um, I think I would have been able to like optimize my taxes a little bit better. So I think I think definitely as painful as it is, like every time I buy an NFT, I add a to-do list item to like go and add it to the spreadsheet. Um, you just you have to. Got it. Well, I, I feel really great knowing that Restivo can't even hear me talk. <laughs> it makes me feel really special. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, I mean, I could be saying all sorts of things about him right now that, you know, but we're, I'm kind and we're kind. So we're, we're not going to play that game. Um, all right, Mech, who's next? That's a good question. I don't actually know. Let's ask the hands. <laughs> uh, do you guys know who's next? I want to say it was J, J, JPEG. And then, yeah, we'll just go that, the order that I see you. So right, go to cool. JPEG, then we'll go to the voice. Uh, and, yeah. Hey, JPEG Lillian. Hey, GM guys, what's up, Daily Doses? GM. <laughs> so um, there's this tool that I use, nftbank.ai. It lets you connect your wallet and you can track your revenue in ETH and USDC. Your total spend, ROI, and estimated future profit based on current full prices of the NFTs in your collection, which is really cool and unique, I think. And um, it lets you remove the spammy NFTs, you know, like when you get airdrops, these random airdrops, you can remove nice. those. What was, it, what was it called again? NFTbank.ai. Oh, yeah, NFT Bank. Yeah, yeah, that's Yeah, that's, and yep, there's um, a tax filing feature as well to like help with your taxes. So that's pretty cool. Love it. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah, I've, I've tried NFT Bank. Um, I've tried uh, w, WGMI, uh, which is my current tool. Um, also uh, tried Zapper, uh, Zapperfy, which is really good. So um, thanks for pointing that out. Appreciate that. Um, who's we'll next, Mac? We'll go to Mr. Benjamin, and then we'll go to Aiken. Mr. Benjamin, our amazing POAP artist. Appreciate you. What's up, guys? Appreciate you, Ryan. Sorry, my voice is a little uh, gone. I lost it the other night, but um, I'll do my best. 
Was so, it because you were, you know, shouting and having fun and laughing during the Daily Dose? Uh, yeah, that and uh, among other things, you know. Okay, I mean, good. Yeah, it, it, Glad it can't to know. be the only fun part of my day, uh, Ryan. Because <laughs> oh, then it can. It should. Then the rest of the day is just crap. If, if <laughs> you know, I start my day with you, and then everything's downhill from there. Fair, fair. Okay, I, I'll accept that. Carry on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I just wanted to touch on something since the news is a little light. I thought I can go a little off topic, but. Uh, I noticed Mintify mentioned something about XRP doing uh, something with NFTs. And I just really wanted to get your take on this because I find it just so interesting when I have conversations about Ripple and XRP. I either get, you know, the person that just immediately falls in love with me or, you know, someone just immediately hates me. And and it's It's, like what it's one or the other. It's there's no in between. Yeah, it's very divisive. It's so divisive. And I find it so interesting because the one fact that people don't realize is that this case will set, you know, clarity among the whole space when it's done. So it's just fun I find Oh, you're rugging on us. Mr. Benjamin. I got a call. Yeah, I got a call. My bad. Um no worries. So, so you're sort of curious, like, all right, with all this XRP Ripple stuff, I'm just curious your, you know, how I'm does that? Of your take. Um, let's go into it. Let's talk about it after because it's it's it's, it's not attached to the yeah, current topic, but um, but it's interesting thought. Um, I have many thoughts about it, um, but I appreciate you you pointing it out. Um, but let's keep it on topic for how are, how are folks measuring their capital gains or losses? It's interesting. The poll results are coming in. Uh, uh, if y'all could vote, that'd be really helpful. We only have 13 votes so far, but we've got about a third. I'm just here for the art. A third for I'd like to, but don't. And then uh, next up is tools and then spreadsheets. So uh, interesting points. Um, Matt called out. Who's next? We're going to go to Aiken, The Voice, and then Drew. Cool. Hey, Aiken, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. Um, yeah, so I use spreadsheet. Like I think a lot, of, a lot of people, I mean, I find that most of the apps like give you valuations of your NFTs based on floor price, which I don't really think is accurate. And so I tend to want to like pull my own numbers and, and figure out my estimate of what the value of my particular NFTs are. Tell us right. your tell us your valuation methodology. Um so I tend to look at sort of you know recent sales attached to um the particular features of my NFT. Right. So I have a hoodie Moonbird, for example. Right. And so I look at, I sort of average out, you know, what are the last four or five sales of that particular asset and, and just sort of come up with an average. And, and so that kind of works a little bit. I feel like it's a little more accurate in terms of what the um, liquidation value is at the time. Hmm. Um, but the other side of it too, is like, I don't, I don't really spend too much time looking at those numbers because my perspective is these are long-term holds and I tend to also heavily just focus on, do I think the project is executing against the thesis I have for of the project? Right. Right. And, and so you, so you'd kind of classify yourself as, as more of a long-term investor anyway. Yeah. So sort of daily movements just don't really matter. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I, I hear you. Yep. Okay. Interesting. So, um, I'm the same, you know, I, we, we, at, at 121G, uh, we were we built the most complex, amazing spreadsheet you've ever seen, um, and it would actually track you know USD gains versus ETH gains uh, per project, and then as a whole portfolio. Um, and we use two different valuation methodologies. Um, and you know what? In the end, when we hit Q4, um, I just switched to WGMI because I was like, you know what? Uh, this is really really hard to maintain. And we're actually introducing more uh, potential for error than we are accuracy. Um, but there's absolutely a place for an enterprise tool here, y'all. So, you know, please, somebody build it. Um, so that's interesting. That I want to talk quickly about valuation methodologies, then we'll go back to hands. Um, so we ended up deciding on two uh, valuation methodologies. One, which is what I call sweep value. And what we do is we would go to GEM or now Blur, and we would look at the cost to sweep the same number of NFTs, right? So we own 34 Moonbirds, so we'd go into Gem, you know, uh, put the number at 34 for for sweep, and we'd look at the ETH value and, and then the USD value, and that's one way to 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 do it. 
um, not at all perfect, um, but you know, directionally correct. And then we would do the second, which is for, uh, you know, times uh, number of NFTs, which as Aiken said, I, I think is just way too blunt uh, and, and also not really real. Um, it, if any of you who have sold a large amount of NFTs, um, and I, I had to do this uh, when I liquidated my portfolio before I started 121G because I wanted, you know, zero conflict of interest. I had to sell all of my NFTs, you know, and I, I learned a lot about what, what things are actually worth. Um, and you know, it all depends where the liquidity is, uh, what the market is doing, the timing, the, the, the macroeconomic conditions. So you just can't say, Hey, you know, floor, um, it's just, it's not real. Um, so want, before I go to hands, uh, just quick update in the poll, it's pretty, pretty even. I'd say the winner is uh, 35% right now. I'd like to measure, but I don't. Uh, next up is spreadsheets and then uh, tools like uh, WNGMI. And then uh, last is I'm just here for the art. So uh, FYI, um, Mech called out. The voice of DeFi, and then we'll go to Drew. So Hello. before I answer my question, Ryan, I got a follow up to your evaluation. Uh, cool. Talk just a second. Uh, do you not look into traits or anything? Like if you've got a legendary or a certain trait that's worth, you know, four times the floor price, something, some multiple of the floor price. That's a great question. Your valuation at all? Yeah. So it's interesting because initially I did focus on that and that's when I, you know, held a couple of rare um, NFTs. Um, but actually what I learned through that process is the, the liquidity and value of those rares was was really hard to nail down and i was almost always wrong um and the truth you know the proof was in the pudding right when you actually sold it what could you get and so this is why uh, 121g doesn't buy rares now um we always sweep floor um uh, because long term that's where the liquidity is uh and, and it's just too hard to nail the rare game uh it feels more like a trading strategy to me um, and I think there's huge gains to be made in short-term trading rares, but but long-term holding. Um, and this is a really good reason to hold a rare, you know, then uh, we avoid it. Okay. Wait, wait, sorry, real quick. What, wrong in what direction? You said you were almost always wrong. In what direction? Almost always overvalued. Almost always. You know, and it's also because there's emotions at play. You want that thing to be worth more, and it's just not. Um, so uh, that's, that's a good question, Gene. Back to you, The Voice. It definitely becomes more of a guessing game, and you're right. It doesn't surprise me that it was almost always overvalued. So very interesting. Cool. As my valuation, uh, I have been using NFT Bank for about five minutes now because somebody <laughs> just did it, and uh, I like it. I, I, it, it right. I connected my wallet to it. It was very, you know, it was very simple. So I enjoyed that. But from me and my standpoint, probably one of the reasons why I haven't kept up with it is I probably am maybe a little too diamond-handed, probably to my detriment. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will fall in love with my investment, which is something you shouldn't do, and <laughs> I'll follow the team and the community and everything like that, and then next thing you know, I'm, I'm holding the bag at the end. So <laughs> I need to look more at these, you know, these tools that'll probably let me see the error in my ways. I see it already, but I would see it quantitatively through tools like this, and I think, I think these things are real important. But yeah, for me personally, it's not that I'm in it for the art, but I'm in it for the value. And sometimes that value could be measured in ways other than, you know, ETH. Yeah. It, thanks for boy, like bringing that up and talking about your personal experience. I, we've all been there. Uh, we've all been attached to things and, and held them too long. hundred percent agree with that. We're seeing some fun comments. Uh, uh, Tavo, who uh, their uh, handle is Con3Jablanco, says, Vamo, buenos dias from Mexico. That was kind of fun. I, it's so exciting to me that we have this worldwide audience here. I love it. Um, and then uh, Christine uh, says I'm cute because I'm like a high school teacher walking the halls saying hi to everybody. <laughs> I just I appreciate that. It's fun to talk to you, uh, Mech. I see your hand, and then we'll and then why don't you call it next hands? Yeah, kind of just wanted to double down on that last point because I'm I'm kind of the same. Um, and I think what I what I tend to hear a lot from like my contemporaries is that it's really hard to degen and build. And so you kind of like you've got to really be like eagle eyed on the market to catch the arbitrage if that if the goal is to trade. And so yes. like I was in a situation where I was, you know, lucky enough to get something that everybody wanted and the price shot up and 
I accidentally sold it because I didn't think it would go as high as it went. And then I woke up and it was gone. I was like, shoot. And I bought back in and then wrote it all the way back down. <laughs> because, oh, yeah, no, it was the, terrible. The classic trap. It I was mean... terrible. And so what I'm, what I'm more, like, I think more so doing now is like things that I didn't necessarily like seek out or, you know, like I had an opportunity where I was on a list for something, I'll mint it and then I'll just get out. Um, I made the wrong choice on uh, Daku also. Like, I, I was lucky enough to get one and then, you know, had a small gain and it just kept going. And I was like, I never know because I'm, know. Because I'm, because I'm building and I'm not really paying attention. Infinite and regret. It's no, not really. Because, like, if, if I look at the long-term play, what I'm building ends up being way more profitable than any of these totally. small trades, right? Well, so it's like, well, I take those losses and, you know, just, you know, kind of warn people, like, don't be like me. Right. <laughs> But, uh, but well, it's, that's but a it's, mature, like grown up standpoint. So I'm proud of you. Yeah, it's been <laughs> fun. So I don't, I don't track. I, I, I think about it. And if anything, what I do is I try to get out at the same price I got in. If I do set. Yep. I love it. Um, let me call out a couple comments and then please call out our next, uh, hand. Uh, Mikhail says that, uh, I use floor app beta to do it, but it's depressing lately since everything is down. Winky face. Totally agree with that. Um, uh, uh, Gigi. Uh, which is Gigi Achoy says, heck yeah, I'll be in Miami. Nice. Let's hang out in Miami. Um, actually, let's do Nerd Alert before we go to hands because it's related to this topic. So uh, Voice of DeFi, you ready with Nerd Alert? Nerd Alert. <laughs> That's awesome. That's super nerdy. All right. So Nerd Alert, everybody. This is our our segment where we talk about a term that you may not know. Um, so we've been talking about the word capital gain or gain, uh, and I just want to define that. So essentially, you have long-term and short-term capital gains. A long-term cap gain uh, is if you've held an asset for more than a year uh, and you sell it. A short-term uh, capital gain is less than a year. And in the United States, a short-term uh, cap gain is is taxed at anywhere from 10 to 37%. Uh, depending on all sorts of uh, factors. And a long-term cap gain is taxed anywhere from zero to 20%. Uh, that's why you always hear investors talking about you know, wanting long-term cap gains. Um, again, this is specific to America. Uh, absolutely not the case with the rest of the world, but I just wanted to do a little nerd alert. So let's go to hands. Who's next, Mick? We're going to Drew next, and then we're going to go to Punter. Drew, welcome. Ryan, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Yeah, good to have you here. Long time listener, first time caller, I guess. Woo! There we go. Um, we need so a sound yeah, for guys. that too. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we need a sound for that. Love it. Um, so anyway, guys, I love the love the show. I love what you guys have been talking about. I, I think it's a, a thoughtful conversation. So it's funny. I have this debate. I'm in a bunch of DAOs with like NFT groups and collectors and investors. And one of the major debates we have is when to evaluate your. At what point do you evaluate your profit loss or your, are you up or down? So right. I'm, I tend to be long. I'm a long, well, uh, let's say this. I have two, I have different strategies. So there's times where I am investing a small amount, I'll make a short trade. It's a, it's for a flip purpose because I see an opportunity for maybe an arbitrage opportunity or a momentum play. And that's very different. There's an obvious like thesis behind that trade to determine whether I want to, what my profit loss will be in that evaluation. When it's a when it's a longer term play, there are so many other factors to consider and variables to consider in making an investment. To me, looking, you know, I use Floor, I use WGMI, I'm an investor in Floor, I'm an investor in some other companies in the space that do reporting and analytics on NFTs. But the reality is, is like for me personally, I believe that we are. I, I think I look at it this way. This is like kind of my overarching thesis in the space: is that gaming and play to. I think play to earn gaming over the next twelve to eighteen months or so are going to bring in the the largest wave of new users to Web three that we've seen. It's going to trump, uh, you know, DeFi, and then it's going to you know trump NFTs and, and exponentially increase that audience. And my theory is that when we see those people come into when that next wave of user adoption enters the space. They're going to get they're going to enter through gaming and then they're going to realize oh, and, and it may be a beautiful, invisible UX. But what they will realize in the takeaway, whether you say the word NFT or not, is that they now own a digital asset and they can sell a digital asset. Right. And once they take once that pill is swallowed and they oh. like like in the Reddit, in the Reddit example, oh, I just got an NFT. Wait a second. It's, I paid 20 bucks and it's worth a thousand. Right. And Wait now a second. I have a, 
Yeah, and now I have $1,000 worth of ETH sitting in my account. They're going to go on a journey that many of us have gone on. And I think that journey is going to include things like they're going to say, oh, wait, I need to find the punk. It's the, it's the chapter one of this space. I think they're going to go after the series one NBA Top Shot moments because they're going to realize this is the digital sports card. Right. This is the red, the red pill. The red pilling that we always talk about. Right? That's exactly right. And I think that like when you start to consider the, the when you can. So for me, I, you know, listen, I own probably 2000 or more NFTs. I'm, you know, I'm an active collector, investor, etc. Um, you know, I'm a builder at first, but I'm an, an investor for sure. And what the reality is, the way I look at it is there's a lot of experimentation that goes on and short term wins and losses. And that's the stuff that I like to quantify and see. Am I up or down because I want to know if I should be trading in or out? But right. the other, the, but the consolidate, but for me, most of my focus has been consolidation. How do I figure out and identify which projects are going to be the long lasting, sustainable projects? Which ones are going to create a narrative that when this next wave of users come in, it, there's reason to discover that project and to totally invest agree. in it, averse all of the new shiny things that are going to be coming over the next 12 months. Yep. So no, I hear I, you. I, and when you look at that, there's a, you have to evaluate a, a completely different investment thesis and a different investment model. Yeah. So it's about timeline. And so, Drew, thanks for pointing that out. Like the, 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 the secret answer here to all this is that actually it depends on your timeline. <laughs> Um, and you know, well, and your and your thesis, like, well, if, you're, if your investment thesis for a punk is to say, hey, I believe that this is going to not only, um, I'm not only going to hold this for long term, but I also think the dividend of holding this or the network value of holding this is going to pay dividends along the way. It's like why people invest in dividend stocks versus high growth stocks. Yep. Some people want to know that they're going to get five to ten percent on their earnings and be in a much stabler position. Totally, and, and you can't. That's a great thesis. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, uh, you, you can't, none of those things are included in kind of a primitive, you know, sweep nope. or floor evaluation. Nope. Thanks, Drew. Appreciate it. No um, problem, thanks for stopping by. Um, uh, it's kind of cool. We, by the way, we have Thomas, who's the founder of WGMI.io in, in the audience. Good to see him. And he just tweeted uh, that we'll give away five free trials to use WGMI's portfolio tracking for seven days. As DM them the word portfolio. So appreciate that, y'all. I, I use the tool. I like it. It's kind of a it's kind of a hardcore uh, detailed tool. Um, we've got uh, we're I'm about to give out the clue. Uh, I'm actually going to do that now, just so we don't interrupt the next person. Uh, the minting window uh, will open uh, at 22 after the hour. So let's give you the second clue. All right, y'all, get ready for the second POAP clue. Uh, what is the name of Harry Potter's pet owl? Who's super cute, by the way. What what is the name of Harry Potter's pet owl? All right. Just a reminder: the two clue words are both lowercase, and there's a space in between. So make sure to use lowercase words and put a space in between. Good luck. Happy po app apping claiming. Uh, and huge thank you to uh, our amazing artist Samuel Ho uh, from Saint Robotica. You're gonna love today's po app. It's gorgeous. Um, so hopefully you can grab that. Uh, minting window opens in a couple minutes. Um, all right, let's go to hands. Mac, who is next? Oh, I lost my list. One sec. Uh, we're going to Punter. Punter, hello, <laughs> welcome. GM, GM Ryan, Mac, and the Daily Dose fam. Thanks for uh, having me up again. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, the nerd alert was great today because uh, we do need capital gains explained to us because I don't think too many of us have those right now. So, um, <laughs> thanks. What's a capital gain thanks. again? Uh, I like, forgot. What? Oh, we'll we'll get back to those days. I remember I'm, those. I'm, I'm confident in that. Yeah, but yep. real quick, I hopped up to just impart my my story because I just wrapped up some tax stuff and uh, not a paid promotion. But I used CoinTracker.io. A couple people in one of the communities I am are actually CPAs. And they were mm. like, check out Coin Tracker. You can you can connect multiple wallets. It not only analyzes the data. You, you'll have to plug in some information that may be missing cost basis wise, but then it'll actually spit out all the federal forms and, and forms that you need in a PDF format. So, and it, it was one hundred and ninety nine dollars for the year. Again, not a paid promo. Just another tool that uh, you all might want to look at for your arsenal. Thanks, Ryan. Awesome. Thanks, Punter. Appreciate it. Um, gosh, yeah, good accounting tracking tools are are so uh, great. Um, and that's super important. And if your accountant is not asking you for these things, or if, if you're doing your own filing and you're not do, aware, 
uh, please use a tool like that because um, especially if you're in the U.S., the IRS will come for you. You do not want that. Um, all right. Who was next, Mech? We're going to Icarus. Icarus, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for, for having me. Um, I wanted to chime in particularly on the, the tools side of things. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, it excites me very much to, to think about, talk about. Um, I've used Etherscan more than any other tool um, in, in Web3. And I think a lot of us can say that, whether we're looking up contracts and seeing which ones are consuming um, the most GUI, uh, right? Which nice. ones are gas guzzlers or, you know, where transactions are going to and from and the quantities, et cetera, et cetera, right? It's, it's endlessly useful. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to tools that that use um, all of the data in Etherscan and visualize that and make that um, easily presentable, easily digestible, right? Thanks, um, Chris. You know, what would be awesome? Um, uh, if, if you're interested, would you mind doing like a little... Um, screencasts using loom uh and showing like some things that you do on etherscan and then we could share that uh to the daily dosers uh yeah that sounds like something that would be helpful loom i'd have to learn a, a few more things loom is is basically just a free screencasting tool it's just uh you can record your your browser plus uh your face if you want so yeah if you want to do that uh, it sounds i i agree etherscan is just this power power tool I use it for a couple of things like, you know, mincing from contracts or to dig in a, a transactions or, but that'd be fun. So if you want to do that, feel free. If you don't have time, no worries. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to make the, the, the time to, to look into that and, and learn that. And oh, if, you, if you want to, then just DM me and we'll share it on the show. If not, no big deal. Or, and as well, like open offer to anybody. Like if, if you're listening to the show and, and you're doing something useful, or helpful and you want to teach the community, just record a quick loom, you know, a couple minutes, DM it to me and uh, we can share it. Let's, let's get, you know, let's just increase education all around here. Um, who's next, Mech? Uh, we're going to go to Michael and then uh, uh, Aiken and then John. Cool. Hey, morning folks. Morning. I gotta say th this community is fast. I I put the secret words in and it has already uh, reached its limit. So no. kudos to to everybody. <laughs> People um, are fast. And also, let me just talk about that though. We're gonna eventually up the minting uh, limit. Uh, what I'm doing is is working programmatically with some devs uh, with the Twitter API so that we can verify you're here, and then and then everybody in the space will be able to mint versus having this kind of 500 limit. So. Just stick with me. Again, we've got hundreds of shows to do. If you keep coming, you will win. So don't worry if you miss out on a couple of these as, as we kind of figure out how to do this. Uh, but back to you, Michael. Yeah, no, the pull-up is kind of secondary. I mean, I come for the, the conversation and the, uh, the chatter because it's, uh, it's a highlight of the day. So uh, I also want to give a call-out to Mech. Every time I request, for some reason, I get up and then it boots me and I have to request again. So thanks for your patience and uh, diligence for uh, getting me on stage because <laughs> I know it's been a pain. Um, but yeah, I was just going to say the tracking tools. I would echo, uh, I can't remember who said, I think it was Punter, that, you know, I use coin tracking, uh, coin tracker, and it seems to work pretty good. Like I said, it spits out the federal forms. Um, the only thing is there's a couple downsides with some of the cost basis and some of the, uh, how you, how the NFTs are tracked. It doesn't quite keep the value of your NFT. Once you buy one, it looks like you've actually like, you've lost that F or ETH and, um, so it doesn't keep that in your portfolio. It looks like a loss until you eventually sell it or do something with it. Um, so there, I think there is a big gap on these tracking tools and what could be done. And I just echo what you said, Ryan, is, you know, if somebody is out there smarter than me, uh, please build something because this is a big gap, I think, right now. Amen. Uh, I, I do appreciate the point that the tool, the tools, uh, they're, they're doing the best they can, but there's still some some primitiveness and then when you really got to look at all the transactions, it's it's a lot yeah. of work, y'all. So, I almost feel I, like uh, this space is kind of like throwing darts at a board and closing your eyes, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> it is sometimes. Yeah. Thanks for stopping by, Michael. Um, yeah, got fine. a cup. Got a couple more minutes, and then we'll we'll close up the show for the day. Um, Mac, who's next? Yeah, I was gonna say Aiken. Can we go to John? I don't think John's spoken today, so we'll go to John, and then we'll go to Aiken. Cool. Hey, John. Hey, just unrelated. I pinned a tweet from Blur, and they Ooh, they're now the right. number one number. Oh shit! Okay, I'll be back. Oh, no, I can hear him. John. Oh, I can't. Oh, okay, you can cool. hear me. All right, <laughs> yeah, I'll just John, Ryan. All right, you can you can tell her when I'm done. But um, I just pinned a tweet. Yeah, Blur 
just announced that they're number one marketplace in the past 24 hours. So wow. just thought that was interesting to pin up. That is crazy. And it, I was watching that happen. Um, and it was interesting because on, uh, on PO show and Nick show, uh, folks were wondering, okay, is this, it, are, are we seeing some wash trading or, you know, how much of this is, is real? Um, my, my belief is the sentiment is moving towards blur. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out. So thanks yep. for, for pointing that out. Sure. Um, let's go to Aiken. Yeah, I think, I mean, just a quick comment on the blur issue too. I think that there's a lot of farming or potential farming for the token drop. Yeah. Right. I think people are speculating that there are going to be other factors beyond um, listings, right? So if you're doing a lot of purchasing, that might play a role. So we'll, we'll see how, how the volumes adjust once there's some clarity on that. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I also want to raise up around just thinking about value of your assets, I think it, it also matters how you intend to participate. I think for people that don't have time to engage with the product, um, then having some sort of financial return might be the right metric. But for me, I'd, I'd say that when you look at NFTs in particular, like for a lot of these communities, the product is the community. And I actually think that a lot of the returns you get from engaging, which are not necessarily directly related to the NFT, could be actually larger than the gains from the, from the NFT itself. For example, I think in certain communities, if you build certain relationships, it also creates deal flow, right? Or access to, you know, whitelists or drops or things you might hear about that you only hear about in some of these sort of blue chip communities. Mm -hmm. And so how do you actually value that, right? Because if, for example, I heard about, right, the gobblers drop and I got on a whitelist within the Moonbirds community, which I did, and then I got on the whitelist and minted a 15 ETH asset then what does that mean, right? I just earned a 15 ETH asset because of the community I'm part of. and I'm Interesting. And you and have you to have attribute to... that gain to that community. Yeah, because if I wasn't there in the first place, then I, you know, I'm potentially not in the position to get that alpha, I'm not in the position to get that whitelist, I'm not in the position to mint. And I think that when I think back at a number of my highest conviction assets that I've kind of accumulated a lot in, it's from being in the right rooms and the right conversations. Right. Amen. And I think and I think that's a hard thing to measure. But I think it's right. It's just, it's just the kind of thing that you know. But beyond that too, one other attribute as well is over time, right, you also just build an ability to kind of realize what the right signals are. And that's another hard hard thing to measure, right? Because you know, particularly in a in a bear market like this, where a lot of people might be selling assets of high value communities. Like, how do you know the difference between what you should sell and what you should be accumulating? And I think the only way you really know that is by engaging and having a good appreciation for the difference between, you know, a high quality community that's still building and executing versus one that isn't, right? And so I think one also has to determine how much time you have to invest, which now determines what your approach is in terms of valuing these assets. Yes. Gosh, Aiken, that's such a good point. And it's nuanced that there is these secondary benefits that you're receiving from being in communities that aren't directly attributable. And, and therefore you really have to look at a, your entire portfolio over time and then, you know, be judged as a portfolio manager essentially uh, on your total return. Um, so I really appreciate you, you pointing out that that's a, that's a valid point. Um, so seeing a couple of nice comments, uh, Maria Inez says, bonjour and uh, posted a nice Beautiful painting of Paris. Um, thanks for doing that. Um, I'm seeing some people grabbing the Poe app and, and loving the art. Again, I appreciate Samuel Ho for for making the beautiful Poe app. I know some of you all are hitting the limit. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to keep working on this, but I, I promise you, if you are coming to the show every day and putting in the work and, and, and enjoying the community, that we will figure that out for you. So uh, thanks. Thanks so much for being a part of it. Um, I'm so sorry I can't get to you that, Badger. Thanks for coming, but we want to close down the show. Keep everything on time. Stay disciplined. Um, so with that, we're going to wind this Daily Dose down. I hope uh, you enjoyed your Daily Dose today. And I want to thank my amazing co-host, Mech, for helping me keep the wheels on the bus. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Mintify. Uh, please retweet their uh, Market Daily Report and help us support them and thank them for supporting us. And uh, thanks to all my amazing speakers uh, for adding a lot of value and insight and fun. Um, with that, we will see you same time, same place.
tomorrow. I uh, can't wait to chat. Um, at, I, let's put the voice of DeFi on, on, uh, on the spot again. Do you have some closing music for us? I got it. I, I actually thought about playing it as you were doing kind of your goodbyes and kind of playing it as a little bit of a Love you know, it. bed under that. So say some goodbyes and I'll play a little outro music for us. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming. Let's let the outro music play for a couple minutes and then we'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Peace.